This is Brian from Out of Service, and you're listening to Burden Pod. Burden Pod is a four-part conversation with the members of Out of Service about the making of and the meaning behind the band's latest album, Burden. Listen to Burden wherever you stream your music. And please check out our sponsors, Revolution Barber Co. in Somerdale, New Jersey, and Construction on Time Remodeling in the South Jersey and Philadelphia area. So what was the biggest difference between recording Burden and recording, what was the name of our last album? Morning. Morning, <laughs> Morning for you oh my guys. God. I was thinking that you forgot the name of the title. Uh, uh, Mike, how about you? Um, well, because um, well, usually before this, we pretty much like Teeb just wrote music on his guitar, sent it to me, I made a melody, and then everybody just kind of made their own parts separately. But this time we, we tried to make it a point to get together to actually write these songs together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like that writing process yeah. was super different than last time. Oh, yes, yeah. And it, we, we definitely like sat with these songs a lot longer and like made changes throughout the entire process before we laid it down. Yeah, I mean, when, our first writing session was, what, September last year, right? Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, so it was almost a year from start to finish. Yeah. Whereas the last one, it was like condensed in like three months, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit longer than that, but yeah. It, it was quick. I think for me, one huge difference was like actually being in studios. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I, it was speak so, for yourself. <laughs> well, Brian's the only one. I'm the only one. I did the exact same thing I did last time. I mean, I, you know, I had... No, actually, I didn't even have this yet, so I was still working on the old equipment. Yeah, it was all the... And um, it still came out good. I, I knew more of what I was doing, and I, my parts were written before I started recording. That's the difference. That which big, is a big difference. Big um, I mean, I still made a lot of changes while we were while I was doing my parts, but at least you know I wasn't, uh, I wasn't trying to write and record on the same day. Would you say that's the biggest difference this time for you? Yeah, and I, and I think it shows in the bass parts, too. I think the bass parts, first of all, they're way more out front in this record, which has yeah. nothing to do with how I recorded them and everything to do with how they were mixed. But uh, they deserve to be more out front than in the last record. Yeah. I think the parts are more thought out. They, there's more space. Mm. Um, and just they're more interesting in general than they were on the last one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, like, for me, the studio piece was huge because... There was like no pressure when we recorded at home. Yeah. You know, we were just hanging out in my yeah. basement. It just felt like yeah. so much like less high stakes. It sounds so much more amazing and it was great working with Sean at SRG. But, yeah, um, it went by really yeah. smoothly. Yeah, it went, it went great, but it was just so, so different for me in terms of like the stakes of just feeling kind of like that nervous, those jitters that yeah. you get before you like play a big show or whatever, go on stage. Brings you know? that back. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was the biggest difference for me in terms of the actual recording yeah. process. Uh, for me, it was definitely using live amps. Whereas last time <laughs> I did everything direct or mostly yeah, straight everything. Straight into the computer. So explain that for people if they don't know. Oh, uh, so you re- basically you plug right into an interface and you record the signal and then Nathan would take my signal and run it through amps at his studio like simulated amps simulated amps um at his studio so for this album i went and bought the bass man and which is a fender Fender bass man fender amp yeah (laughs) fender sponsor us but uh (laughs) but yeah it was a big difference and we just cranked that thing for what like 10 straight hours right like we just had it like completely super loud and it was awesome yeah and then you bought the box 
<laughs> well, I used the box at the studio at, uh, uh, what's the name of his? Dylan. Mil yeah, Dylan. Um, but what's Midley the name? Grange. Midley Grange. Yeah, Midley Grange Studio. I used his box and then I bought one because I liked how it sounded so much. So, yeah. That was different. Yeah. Cool. So, why don't we transition into talking about the first song on the album? Okay. <laughs> Not everybody uh, at once. <laughs> the first song is Threshold. Um, it had the working title of Emo 5. Um, <laughs> it's funny, in the past, all of our emo songs were these... Quote-unquote emo. Quote-unquote emo. They were more like fake emo, like pop-punk, third wave, or whatever. But this one actually sort of sounds like almost like a 90s emo throwback. Like a Clarity era Jimmy World or something like that. Or even more like a Death Cab. Or like Sometimes Death Cab Indie, yeah. 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 yeah, it was funny when we were writing this one, I remember... We were practicing in my uh, grandmom's basement, thanks meme, and uh, we, I, wasn't it a lot more complicated with like a ton of parts? Well, no, it was the Hawthorne or, Heights riff. Oh, uh, right. Right, 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 right. But we, <laughs> we, we changed that we quick. Changed so, that note, yeah. Brian, we changed that one note and it yeah, didn't sound like yeah. Hawthorne Heights anymore. But. So, Brian um, was like, guys, this has got to change. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, it, it, it was corny. It was a total rip. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was. wasn't good. And he, we, he like said, what if we slow it down, change the riff to like a couple notes here and there, and it just came together really well. And it was against all of our instincts, I think, when we normally write. Yes. Oh my god, because usually it's so like, much it's usually, oh, we'll, we'll speed it up. And, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and we also just have a lot of different parts, a lot of like counter rhythms and all, you know what I mean? Like we, we'll, we'll mix and match um, time signatures. We didn't do any of that in this song. And if you listen carefully enough, you can hear horns. Yeah, so, you know, this song was supposed to be the, the stripped down with barely any parts to it, and that was the kind of the whole idea behind this song. It was just raw, and it was, it was just, there was nothing to it other than that guitar part, that bass part, and that yeah. same drum beat throughout most of the song. And then Teebs and I got together, and we said, they're going to hate this, let's do it. And then we, <laughs> so we added, the, we added the sax, we added yeah. the synth, Right. And and it's all there for color, but it, yeah. it actually ended up making it sound like a, a much more complete song yeah. when it was done. Those, those horns come in, and Tenor you're not sax. quite sure what they are when you hear them at first, but then yeah, if you, you, know, listen, you miss right it, at the end, wrong. Right at the end of the verse, yeah. before you go into the chorus, you can kind of hear the, like decay the, of the, the, horn. the decay of the horn. Yeah. And I, I remember, I was like, is that the guitar? Because like, I didn't know. You didn't that know about the horns. Yeah, we were like, yeah, don't, we have to tell him. We said, don't tell Kenny until after we get the mixes back. And I was like, oh, that's... And I think I was listening to the, uh, the new Bon Iver album, yeah. and I heard the sax on there, and I was like, wait, those are that's a sax on our yeah, song. <laughs> yeah, it's a tenor sax, an alto sax, and a soprano sax. Mm. And it's a three-part harmony where they're... But it's... it's remember, we left it like super open-sounding. Like mm -hmm. We didn't... So the notes are really far apart, so it doesn't sound like anything's close together. Yeah. So I think it works because it doesn't like get in the way at all. Right. It kind of just blends. Right. With and it's one. only in the verses. It's only yeah. in the verses, yeah. So. And we really fought hard to to make this like a vocal song. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To not push too hard yeah, on when, any of the instruments. When we did the remix, we decided to focus on bringing up the harmonies because they got lost in the final mix and we missed them when they were gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's for another episode where we talk about how we remixed the entire <laughs> yeah. album yeah, well, and remastered it. That would be a good little. Yeah, I still can't believe we actually did that. <laughs>
the scene of an ordinary day Until the siren chants his tepid song Warning us to get away So I run to the front Out the window I can see A torn swallows everyone I love Everything and even me The waters pour, oh so cold It expels all of my breath And it grabs his hands around my throat Sinks his claws into my chest Blaze, oh God, blaze I don't know if you can see But if I try to hold on anymore There'll be nothing left of me left of me And do you think that I could find a little peace of quiet in these unforgiving times I'm such a mess I can't do this on my own You can trust me all alone I can make it out Never had the guts to say Spent a lifetime trapped inside my head All my words are swept away A frozen hand takes my wrist Tries to keep the end at bay If I begged you to release me Would you let me go? Just let me go So next song, uh, sleep. Sleep. 
And uh, this was originally called working title postdoc. <laughs> postdoc. Uh, and but actually, I had a working title before that. Uh, Me without you. Me without you song in mm. my. I was the uh, voice memo in my phone for that little riff. I think that was my phone, wasn't it? Oh, it was your phone. It was my phone. So this was we wrote this song. I is think this the first song we wrote. This was the first song we wrote technically on this album. We mm-hmm. wrote that we had just a voice memo from when we were writing "Morning" with this song, and I think it didn't fit. It was after "Morning." Oh, it was after "Morning." So what it was? It, it was before it "Morning" was our, came out. We though, did right? like a writing. It was like a practice, and we okay. were like, "Let's spend an hour writing." Right. right. And Brian hated it. He <laughs> hated that song. Did I remember that? He was so mad <laughs> because it just hating. you know it was it, you know our mix in the basement wasn't great and. You know, it just, it's loud and yeah, you hated it. It was in drop D and you're just like, uh, boring. It was boring. <laughs> yeah, it it changed, changed, no, it changed a lot. I mean, if you listen to, if you were to listen to that phone demo and then you were to listen to what the final song sounds like, not even considering <laughs> the difference in quality, <laughs> they're not even the same song. <laughs> okay? It's not even, not even remotely close. Except for the chorus chords, that's the well, only no, the, thing that's the, 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 the same. The verse is the same. Yeah, the, 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 the one, riff. the the what is it? Uh, C minor riff that from D minor. Yeah. And I, and no, I do from, the from, on that no, one from brother sister. Oh, brother sister. Yeah, that's the song that. Oh, it, is that what it is? That's what it. it does, it's not it the same like? riff, but, it, but that's what, that's it, reminds what it reminds me of. Okay. I mean, I kind of want to listen to it. That song sounds. That song could have been. I mean, if you took out the vocals, that song could have been on. Could we get the? Could we? We should put the old one. in. Yeah, I want to find the old one. Listeners. Yeah, I'm sure you have. I can. We, one of us has Here, why don't we play it right now? Alright, ready? Go ahead. about this song in particular that stands out to me a lot of the the second verse a lot of the rhythm guitars got like completely taken out which was cool yeah it created a lot of space second verse became kind of a bass feature essentially it's more of a bass feature yeah which i liked a lot and and in you know in the when we originally wrote the song we expected these big heavy verses with because there's that snare you know all in the background the entire time but we expected to be out front can i hear that again brian but when the, but when Nathan mixed it, he put it way down, and we were all kind of shocked at first, and you know we didn't love it, yeah, and we wanted it to come up, but then we came around to the dynamics of it. The final the final version is definitely a compromise between like the two ideas, but it changed what our concept of the right. song was. Hashtag in Nathan Hasu we trust. Yes, <laughs> right. Shout out to Nathan uh, for all that work yeah. he did. Yes, yeah. but he's, uh, he's the man. Um, Mike, yeah. can you explain the castles in the sky? Because I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, that's a little cheesy. Yeah. But then once you explained it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so profound. We like need to keep that line. Um, well, castle in the sky is basically an analogy for like, um, like dreaming or like an ideal dream, like an escape. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, I mean, the whole song is centered around just wanting to sleep and stay in your dreams all the time. Mm. So... Um, when I say like I'm running back to my castle in the sky, it's like I'm just gonna go back to sleep and mm. just like live my life in my dreams. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, fitting, fitting title for it. Then. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I thought I thought that was Can't so cool. sleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like them. I I remember imagining like sandcastles. No, I mean I get that. I, I get like, the, no, 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 no. But like, yeah. but I was like, I don't get it. And then and then once you explained it, it was like it clicked. Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. A sandcastle. I don't. I don't know why. I don't, I don't <laughs> so know, stupid. <laughs> so my favorite part of this song is probably the bridge. Oh, yeah, the build into it. But yeah, the build in that bridge is awesome. Um, but I just love the lyrics and like, oh, and the new mix. So as we mentioned, we remixed the entire record. You hear the harmonies voice, come in. But your voice is way louder there too. Yeah, it's it like is. He put it way up front. Yeah. And to me, that like makes the song. And yeah. I was a little bummed on the other version when you were like far back there. Yeah. Like it was more of an effect where now it's yeah. like right in front of I you. I think that song, and we're going to talk about this again in, in another episode. Yeah. But um, I think that song of all of them came the farthest when we from remixed. the first mix from the from yeah, first, oh, yeah yeah because um, I was like I remember like last on the last album we talked about uh, two anchors and how that song like we never felt like it came to fruition yeah I remember listening to the first mix of this album and thinking like oh this is gonna be my two anchors two for this album and I'm really glad that we we revisited it because it isn't anymore you know I just I love where it ended up so yeah yeah
All right. Okay. All right. So that was next great. up is Ash. Ash. The Ash. working title for this one was Six, six eight. eight. Very uh, creative. We we do that a lot. Name our songs after and, time signatures. And for non musicians, yeah, that's a that's a time, time signature. signature yeah. So which for non musicians, the time signature is. So you're counting <laughs> the eighth note, which for non musicians would be the, like the no, one and two. Let's not go So instead so, of going one two three four, you say one two three right, four five people, six. People are turning us off now. We're getting canceled. Yeah, maybe um, <laughs> we uh, cut that part. <laughs> no, nope. Not right. cutting right. anything. Um, so I think the biggest surprise to me was we the intro of the song originally was all of the instruments playing the whole time, and it was just like a little bit boring for me. Yeah, it was and too long. It, it was, was too long, long. And, and we we're just like trying to think of what we could do. So um, after we actually recorded the whole thing instrumentally. Um, I think you guys were talking to Nathan right down in. Yeah, we were, um, we were talking about that. cutting the like an entire time through the intro and just starting with the snare drum. No, right. starting but, with the um, the acoustic. No, he did that. No, he added. So yeah, originally added we that. were just going to start with. That's right, because we did that. And then he goes, "What about this?" And then before, and then he had just the acoustic guitar, and it was just so cool. It sounded awesome, and we're just like, "Yep, that's it." So that was, I think, the biggest. It saved the song. It, I, I, I think, yeah. I, I think, like, this went from being, like, one of, like, the songs that I was, like, happy yeah. to have on there. But, yeah. like, you know, like, ah, whatever, you know. Um, to, like, wow, this could be a single. Uh, yeah, right. It went from being a bad imitation of Silverstein. No. It wasn't bad being, imitation. It was and you're only, saying and it's, you're only saying Silverstein because it's in 6-8. No, I wrote it to, to sound like Silverstein, but... But we, then we, we yeah. But again, it again, it was changed. super slow the first time you when you wrote it. When yeah, you wrote the yeah. Riff. It was super slow. It was very different. another one. Do you that think the song changed. changed the most of all? Yes. Of them? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I it was one so. of those. Like, uh, I don't know. No. Man. Oh yeah. no. Well, I guess we, we'll, we'll get to that one later. Yeah. yeah we'll never mind. We have so, a song called yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. So of of all the songs, this was one of the most changed. One of the most uh, not, changed. Not quite there. But um, the other thing that I love about this song is um. I love how, you know, we went into this album saying, like, we really want to lean more on the bass and the drums for, like, the dirt and the, like, the the edge to our songs mm-hmm. and have, like, cleaner guitars, but we still want, like, an edginess to our songs, and I think this song exemplifies that more than any other on the album. You know, right. it's all, like, acoustic guitars and a lot of, like, clean, cleaner electric, cleaner electric yeah. guitars. But it, it still sounds like really heavy. And but those choruses rip. The choruses no, they, pop. They, do. they rip. They do. I mean, they're, they do. yeah. They but, do. But, but it's still like we're leaning pretty yeah. heavily on the acoustic even still. The big change too is like we always thought about big guitars as distortion. Yeah. Like let's just like use more like distorted tones at preamp. And we got more of like a breakup, like a dirty, dirty. sound from the guitars than, right. than more of like... Uh, OD1. Yeah, like, it wasn't that, like, yeah, Yeah. just, like, completely, I don't know, what do you call it? That full overdrive. Yeah, Yeah. that Marshall half-stack sound. Yeah. We don't have any of that on this record. (laughs) Yeah, 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 we tried to, but but I just think that the song exemplifies that kind of move, movement for us. us, And this song has the cool bridge with the <laughs> with the stone is laid upon me line oh. and has a really cool har- you'll hear when when we you play, play there's a really cool harmony on that part that just it makes you want to like stand up and <laughs> you know just throw your arms yeah. in the air it's like a it's a great moment on the record yeah yeah for sure 
Uh, Mike, do you want to talk about kind of how we wrote that or? Oh, that, that, <laughs> those harmonies? Yeah. And, well, and, we, um, for, I get well, if anybody doesn't know, when we did the vocals, we actually went down to Alabama to Nathan Hussey's place to do uh, the, all the vocals locally with him on location. And um, we recorded all the main vocals and then we went to the harmonies. And um, Nathan just had like, we just went with the flow. Like he gave us tons of input, gave us tons of ideas. He's just like, just try this, try that, try this, try that. And I was just like, all right, let's do it. And pretty much like we kept almost every single thing that he suggested. <laughs> and at one point for the bridge of this song, we he like tried this, tried like this melody. melody. And yeah. it just sounded like some kind of, um, what would you call it? gospel like, Yeah, gospel-y, like a yeah. gospel choir. Soul. Yeah. So it, like it's a soul harmony form. and it like yeah. the first time we heard it i was just like i love it so much it's like well, i have to we have, yeah, to, we have keep to keep it. it yeah and you can you can hear it pretty well so that's cool yeah and we did it in two octaves too yep it's it's all there yeah, you can hear so, it all too it's yeah. very clear in the new mix so thanks for geeking out with us yeah. over these three songs we're super excited and uh let's listen now to ash ash, ash. ash.
Thank you for listening to part one of Burden Pod. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear the entire series and follow out of service on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify to make sure you never miss an update.